I've done a lot of the recaps, so if someone want, else That's wants to... That's because none of us remember what happened. I mean, I also post something each I mean, week. As I, can, if, I can read what No, Jeremy and it's, it's highly appreciated, and that's what I read while I'm waiting for you <laughs> jokers to show up. So that allows me to rem remember what's going on. Boy, the gang teamed up with Sebe and a half off to get an auction organized to help them move their boats. Why isn't this just your regular uh, character voice? So I probably couldn't keep it going very long. Anyway, we, we did an auction. We uh, we sold the three boats to Lord Strangford, Wolf Ironborn, and Sophia Jarvis, uh, who was probably the standout character of this whole series, if we're being honest. <laughs> Gully got into some shenanigans with, with Larry and the, uh, I want to say punch throats. That's not the right word. The fog hounds. The fog hounds. So fog so. And uh, Virgil got in trouble uh, for trying to uh, rob the place. <laughs> Iskra did not get in trouble yeah, for Iskra successfully friends, robbing the place. <laughs> made friends with a new uh, Sparkrite prodigy. Yep. Yeah. And I believe we did XP, but not rewards and downtime. Mm. Right, because technically it's still going on. So, well, I mean, maybe not. I think it. I think it's over. Why would it be still? We don't know what happened with Virgil after he got picked up. Yeah, like he got a stern talking to and a sound beating and then let go. Yeah, you did say I got carried off, but not what was going to happen to me, or how many coins I was going to end up with. Oh, right, we were going to figure that out, too, if you were going to be allowed to keep your ill-gotten gains. I mean, I'm happy to bribe some of these guys. Or rather, your accidentally gotten gains, because you were trying yep. to lose. <laughs> I was trying to lose. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you're in the Silverstack Casino, Virgil got carted off to the back. And, yeah, you find yourself in, like, a small room, Virgil. Uh, there's, like, a, a metal folding chair and a, uh, an iron table in front of you. It's very cold in this room and muggy. You went down a couple flights of stairs to get here, so it's underneath the casino. Uh, so it's got that, like, that, like uh, mildewy underground, like, basement sort of smell to it. You need to clean your basement. It's like grandma's basement. Yeah, grandma's basement. Uh, without all of the horrifying things in the corners. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, you are put in this room, and um, like one guy was left to glower at you at the door. That's and, his job. Uh, the other one, uh, the other guy's uh, left saying, All right, you stay here. Someone will be with you soon. Jeremy literally looked at his wrist as if checking a watch. That's hardcore. <laughs> Do I need to roll for allergies? Uh, I mean, no. Just tell me how you're comporting yourself down here. You don't have to roll for that. Your throat just very slowly starts closing. He's going to start a clock for that. If you don't get out of there within, I'm going to go with 45 minutes, then you just fucking die. <laughs> don't make don't faces know. at me. That's what happens to me when I go in dank basements. So I was pretty frustrated, you know, ironically, that I was uh, winning so much money. Um... <laughs> And do I still have the money on my person, Jeremy? No, I think it probably got carted off to a different dank basement room for interrogation. Why are they dank? So I think probably like I'm trying to think of a way that I can sort of like play this off as like, I mean, because they got to know that I was part of the group that was holding the auction. Maybe I'll just say like, uh, you know, I was, I was just just trying to blow off some steam, blow off some time. Is it a crime to win? Can be. Depends on how you're winning. But that's not for me to decide. 
what do you mean how I won? I, I won at the one-armed bandit, and I won at the uh, roulette wheel. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it gets kind of suspicious when people go on winning streaks like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm uncomfortable being in this situation, and if you want to just say, like, pretend like this never happened, you know, I get my one coin that I paid in back, and that's it, that's fine with me, you know, I, I, I don't know if you know, but I'm associated with the, with the bosses here, and I'm sure they wouldn't be too happy to, to hear that uh, you guys are holding me, like, clearly, I have no incentive to try and rob the place. I mean, stall a misunderstanding. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see once the boss gets here. Don't be suspicious. Don't be and suspicious. When will that be? I- I'm sure someone let him know by now. Okay. All right. I, I-, I wait patiently, I guess. Okay. Uh, so uh, about 30 minutes pass and no one has still shown up. Oh my God. Does that Jeremy, change anything or are you this. just going to keep waiting till someone shows up? I mean, I'll wait. Okay. I don't know. I'm not going to, like, hulk out and bust through the wall. I mean... I, I just wanted to know. wanted to give you that opportunity. He wanted to give you the opportunity to murder this man or scare him to death with ghosts or something. Yeah, how many children does he have, Jeremy? <laughs> they need this information. In about ten or so minutes after that... He um, looked at his wrist again. <laughs> <laughs> you've been waiting for a total of about 45 minutes or so when you hear some talking and walking coming down that corridor that you're drugged down, one of the voices sounds kind of familiar. And as the figure enters the doorway and the glowering guard moves to the side, you recognize this man immediately. It's been a while since you've seen him, but he still has the exact same swarmy mustache and fancy boat-shaped hat <laughs> in his white accuracy military uniform so yeah uh in this picture he doesn't have a mustache but in the intervening year he has grown a swarmy mustache it's swarmy swarmy not not smarmy no not no not smarmy it's swarmy swarmy is that mediterranean sandwich wrap yeah it's like they when they have the meat and they cut it so he's he's eating a sandwich he's like it's hanging out of his mouth i think that's it's the sort of mustache that it's the sort of smarmy mustache that dips into your hero when you're eating it. It's a soup catcher mustache. <laughs> Flavor saver. Ew. Ah. <laughs> well, well, well. Look who we have here. Virgil. It's been a while since we've seen you. Don't we hate this guy? Well, uh... Iskra hates this guy. <laughs> but Iskra hates most people, so. Valid. Hi. Why am I here? Uh, well, tell us that you were caught cheating at the uh, I, both the one armed bandit and at the uh, the king's stage roulette. table or at the roulette table. Yeah, Carthoris. How do you not know what games I was playing? If you have such amazing evidence of what my wrongdoings were. So why don't you tell me what happened? And he, uh, like, one of the guards, like, pulls up a chair for him to sit in, but he kind of, like, sneers at it because it's not good enough. And he just stands there. Slightly damp. You want me to tell you that I played games and I won at them? Done. I've told you all you need to know. Well, it's not the games that concern me so much. If you won money, what what, what is what? The hive has plenty of money. But you did kind of disappear on us there for about a year or so. You and the rest of your friends. Did we? 
I mean, kind of. I you stopped mean, dealing. We stopped dealing with the hive. I mean, wh- and we the were... last time that uh, you right. said anything, <laughs> the last time we had talked at all was, I believe, when you know Jeremiah, uh, who you know is the leader of the hive. She told you in none o- no uncertain terms that you should do everything in your power to protect and support Rorik. We did, didn't we? We protected and served him right into getting possessed by the dead spirit of his... No. No. No, Rorik is still... Well, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) So after after y'all turned Rorik into a vampire, or helped him turn himself into a vampire, he, you know, was leading the crows. The hive became the patron of Moxie. And one of the things that they instructed y'all to do was to support Rorik in all of his his things. Because it had become clear, or maybe not clear, but Jera and Rorik were having a affair together. And they were allied that way. Uh, so the Hive wanted y'all to support Rorik. We did. And now there's rumors going around that y'all were involved in uh, not just the crow's downfall, but also uh, staking Rorik in the heart. I mean, we, we did. Yes, we supported him through that. Well, you're not there, so <laughs> I think all of this information is coming flooding back in the virtual's head now. It's not yet flooded into John's head yet. So Rorik was... Rorik has been dead crows. a long time, right? Deep dive in Moxie history. <laughs> so so technically, dead. he was dead before the podcast even started. Uh, True. So he he was dead. Virgil captured his ghost in the very first session, I think, right. because Flint was trying to get his ghost. And then y'all used his ghost, or freed his ghost, took over Lissa's body with it. Ah, uh, okay, yes. Rorik's soul within Lissa's body. That's yes. right. I, I had it the other way around. Rorik was leading the crows as Lissa the whole as time. Lissa. Yeah. Y'all kept seeing them and Jeremaha and Karth Oris and places like y'all saw them together the at Palace. Briscoe's, at the Noodle Palace. Yeah. And then y'all kept getting those instructions from the Hive to support them. So this is just old business coming back to haunt Virgil. That's all. <laughs> all I can say is I've always played a support role. I don't get into the politics nonsense. We helped out Rorik, you know... Best we could, but, you know, there are machinations going on there that we didn't have a whole lot to do with. I do remember staking him through the heart, though. (laughs) So, we murdered the shit out of them. So, regardless of who's at fault or anything, it seems to me that you owe the Hive a debt. Well, Moxie Moxie does. Who are we? I mean, I, I don't even run with Moxie anymore, but I mean, if you need something, I do, I did earn <laughs> legitimate coin from playing your games that you're welcome to have back, and then we can call it even. No, that's not, a, that's not what I'm interested in. I'm interested in... Does that mean we can keep the coin? The other members of Moxie. You, you're nothing. You're a bit player. You said it yourself. Rude. <laughs> Fair. He did say it himself. Eh. Fair. However, it seems that some of the other members of your former group have started running around in different circles, higher circles, rather than in the gutters where you stayed. Rude. 
I need to know more about them, about what they're doing. And then once you tell me, you can get out of this room. Great I mean, win. like I said, you know, I don't really run with those people anymore. So, I mean, I can tell you about them, but if I tell you about them, you'll let me go. Okay, so what do you tell him about them? Okay, so, I mean, are we just talking about Sophia and uh, Cliff? Sophia Clark? and Cliff, yeah. What do you know about Sophia and Cliff? What they've been up to this past year? Yeah, go ahead and tell Sophia. It'll work out great for you. I mean, I say Sophia graduated from Moxie to uh, decide she wanted to hang out with the uh, charitable organization, the the Centralia Club. I think she's <laughs> she's she's been doing uh, charity work there for a while, and uh, I think I saw Cliff hanging. Like, seems to be uh, hanging with them too. He's. Uh, been spending a lot of time with um lady penderin in the family so, way yeah i think they're both just doing centralia club stuff which i've never been invited to so centralia club that's the name of the club isn't it i think i've called it the cerulean club sometimes but because they're blue the order of blue mages or circle of blue flame but... the blue wizards as <laughs> yep. we lovingly call them Okay, he's not happy with that amount of information because that's all stuff he already knew. That sucks. I'm a I'm a gutter boy. Like, what do you want from me? <laughs> if that's all you can tell me, then I guess you're of no use to me. Great. I'll uh, see you later. He gets up to leave. I thought he sneered at the chair and did not sit down, no, Jeremy. You're right. He did. Uh, so he uh, he stands up, or no, he was already standing, as he just said. <laughs> Uh, he looks at his uh, the two guards there and nods, and they start cracking their knuckles and moving towards you. <laughs> okay. Uh, hold on. Are there any supernatural entities in the room with me? Not in the room with you, no. So these guys look like they're going to beat me up, right? Can't you, can't you summon ghosts, though? Well, so Ghostmind says uh, I'm aware of supernatural entities in my presence. I can also summon a ghost who's nearby. So, I mean, we've not been in the situation where, really, where Jeremy said that there's not a ghost nearby. Right, but I think that that process would take time, and they're already in punching distance. I mean, I'll straight up tell you, like, if you say that you'll spy on your old friends, then they'll let you go without the beating. I mean, if they're just going to beat me up, I'll take it. How reckless of you. Yeah, I'll get beaten up. It's fine. Okay. All right, well, take the level two harm beaten to a pulp. I'll use my armor. You wore your armor to a gambling I mean, we, I, I mean, we they're were... going to keep beating until you're bleeding, so. So if I put on armor, is this going to take longer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, whatever. Level two harm of beaten to a pulp. Fine. Yep, beaten to a pulp. And then they'll throw you out on the curbside. And you don't have any money. At all? So I'm out of coin and no, none of my winnings. Okay. Well, I wander, I wander back to the uh, clubhouse. I guess I assume no one was waiting for me, worried about what what was going on, because that's not. No, you, you made your bed. You get to get beaten up in it. I mean, I might have still been there talking to uh, what's her face. I, I mean, they wouldn't Sadie. drag bloody Virgil through the gambling den. No, we're in a back alley or something. You know tinkering with the water system or whatever a back door opens and they toss virgil out i'm like oh hey how are you you look like you might be missing a couple of teeth are you missing teeth 
I don't know, Jeremy. Am I missing teeth? I mean, maybe one or two. Do you want to be missing teeth? No. Okay. Then you still have all your teeth. Aw. Um, I didn't uh, say that the injury is not teeth kicked in. Hey. Or curb uh, stomped. Hey, Eskra. Uh-huh. Hi. How's your night been? <coughs> Pretty, I mean, better than yours from the sound of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm being rude. Sadie, this is Virgil. Virgil, this is Sadie. Hi, Sadie. Um, well, you know, we probably shouldn't have, uh, tinkered with that, uh, machine in the end, I guess. Why not? Well, I mean, and I point to myself, uh, L, me, uh, pretty, uh, beat up, see? Huh, okay. Do you want me to do something about that? I mean, eventually, probably, and I, you know, all, they took all the money, too, so. Oh, seriously? I mean, you still have the money that you walked well, out with. yeah, but... but... Uh, so when uh, Virgil says that, so he says, Oh, so y'all did cheat. I wondered how y'all got my machine to uh, trip like that. Oh, no, no. He got caught at the uh, blackjack table. Wait, he said tinker roulette. with the machine. <laughs> roulette. The roulette oh, table. Oh, y'all tinkle- tinkered with the roulette table? Yeah. I don't know, man. I just want to go to bed. <laughs> hey, Sadie. You want to see me mess with a guy's innards while he's still alive? Uh, sure. And yeah, she'll help you uh, cart uh, Virgil off to go get healed. Let's go into downtime from here. That was a six on my tinker roll. Oh, well. I don't think we did, like, payout and stuff. Did yeah, we, did yeah, we, we, did still we, have to, we still have to do all of that. So we'll save that six. Oh, I thought, okay. Well, he only said downtime. He's going to keep that, that as a downtime, okay. yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's gonna get that. I'm not gonna make you waste that six, but uh, so rep. Did we do rep? I think we I just didn't do heat. I don't think we did rep either. So we only have now. We only have a spillover. So we did all we did was put the coin in the in the in the thing, so we knew what coin we had. Okay. So you're gonna get four rep total. Sure. Um, I think that's pretty good for because this wasn't really like a heist against someone. It was just kind of a thing y'all did together. But I think you still get rep for it because it's put your gang's name out there as a group of people who can get stuff done. Yep. We already done coin. Zero heat because y'all were able... Like, y'all did a critical success last time mm-hmm. that, like, had the cops go to, like, a fake... A fake auction. Yeah. A fake yeah. auction, yeah, right? Of town. Yeah, so I'll let this be zero heat. No killing happened. It didn't happen on hostile turf. You're not at war. So, yeah. Uh, I think no heat is good. Not at war yet. Okay. I'm also I'm gonna take the minus one now for just passing through. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then let's roll entanglements. So how much heat do y'all have at this point? No, this would it would three. This would happen before I t- took the one away. Three. Yeah. And your wine level still is zero, right? Yep. So two dice, and we'll take the lowest. A five. Okay. Rivals or unquiet dead. Okay, uh, I think I know what's gonna happen here. I think it's gonna be rivals. I think that the um, uh, the foghounds are, you know, they tired uh, of our shit. Yeah, <laughs> especially after all that stuff that happened there. They know that uh, Virgil punched. What I mean, it was a uh, goalie, you know, saying that he was Virgil punching Larry. All right. So yeah, uh, I think some beef is growing there for sure. 
Uh, and and maybe it's making its way through their heads very gradually that a bunch of boats were stolen from a thing they su- supposedly did. Yeah. Uh, and here we are selling boats. So y'all can either forfeit uh, one rep or one coin or lose one status with them. Which right. I- I'm going to be up front. Y'all are already going to be losing one status with them just from regular faction moves. So this yeah, would let's, 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 let's stop the coin. We don't want to get into war. Yeah, if, if you if you let that happen, it would I think put y'all immediately in war because you're already at yeah. negative one with them, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're still at one with them. So, but we're gonna this is dropping down to a negative two. Um, y'all are also gonna be getting a plus one with Lord Strangford, the Circle of Blue Flame, and Ulf Ironborn for your dealings that y'all did with them. That works. So that's plus one. Could we do a project to try to bump the Foghounds up one? Like, could that be a, could that be a long-term project? I mean, what are you thinking? Well, all right. I mean, either we go to war and we just, we, we, we just super kill all of them, which is an option. Or we get their attentions off us and, you know, get a little bit in their good graces. Because last time we got to war, we were stuck at war for like three or four sessions and it just sucked. Yeah. So if we're going to go to war, we should like, we should and attack like now and like go crazy. But I don't think we're in a good position for that. So if it means like, you know, if we make it like, if we make it a clock, you know, if we make it a, a, a downturn, a downtime project, then we could just kind of slowly, maybe, you know, over the next couple sessions, we could work at it and try to get them to be less pissy. Mm-hmm. Or we could, or we make that part of a score. So in theory, we could, we could take them on a score That's uh, true. and bump them up that way as well. I think it would need to be a score that benefits them somehow. I I don't know if a uh, like a long term project would necessarily cut the mustard for that. I mean, the next heist we pull, we could send Gully over to be like, "Hey, I really genuinely did not mean to hit you that hard. Would you like to come on this heist with us and kind of cool the waters between us, or whatever?" You know, we we could definitely work it. I mean, we could make that one of our next scores if we if yeah. we wanted to. Yeah. I'd rather not go to war again. They suck. So now we are into downtime activities. Uh, we're past all of that. So you already lost the one point of heat, right? We'll do this tinker roll that uh, Iskra did for Virgil's healing. So with a six, that's going to be three segments on your healing clock, John. All right. So that fills it up and gives me one more. So, so that's going to drop all your 1s to 0, all your 2s to 1, and all your 3s to 2s. So everything drops down one space. Yep. Yeah, so I had only had the level 2 harm beaten to a pulp, so I'm going to say pulpy. Level 1 harm of pulpy. Bruised like And a that pitch. is one of your downtime activities. What's your other downtime activity going to be? Um, hmm. Do we have any special trainings? Mm. We, have, we have prowess. Okay, so I could um, spend a downtime to get... Is it two ticks in prowess or two ticks in one of the skills? It's, uh, it's two ticks in prowess. Two ticks in one of the skills would be crazy. Okay, I'll take two ticks in prowess. All right. Yoli, what you going to be doing with your downtime? With my downtime, I need to release some stress, first of all. Damn it, I just bought some stuff. And I got to buy more stuff now. More retail therapy. <laughs> Man, all these people stressing me out, man. One, two, three, four, all but one. Well, that works. Where are you doing your shopping at? I mean, I'm not really picky. Just kind of 
Yeah, I usually use these trips uh, just to walk around the city, maybe find a new place. Usually keep an ear to the ground for any reconnaissance or any you know job offers and stuff. Although that's not really the the main point of those trips, of course. But yeah, I mean it could be anywhere. Downtown where the lights will be shining. Downtown. I think everywhere is downtown. <laughs> he goes to the shopping district and window shops. So I see that your uh, your purveyor is a guy named Maris Wynn. So does he like have like a uh, like a cart that he like wheels around? No, no, it's a pawn shop. A pawn shop? You mean like a hot dog cart? Yeah, hot a dog jewelry cart. Jewelry cart? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a mobile uh, mall kiosk of watches. Yeah, that makes sense actually. That's. I mean, I feel like that would get stolen like in the first ten minutes. <laughs> Of existing <laughs> That's a bad idea. No, he keeps yeah. them all on the inside of his coat and then whips his coat open to try to sell. <laughs> Everybody turns their eyes away so quickly when I whip my trench coat open. I don't know why. <laughs> eh, Maris, I mean, he's probably not exactly a, a you know a, a pawn shop owner, but more or less, you know, like a discount discount jeweler or something in some back alley. Uh, he has a reputation. Just for you know, dealing with and probably stolen goods, nothing too fancy. Everyone is smart enough to take their you know really pricey items to more reputable shops, but uh, he cuts me a discount, so I tend to go there. Yeah. So where's his pawn shop at? Uh, that's a good question. Where's it going? So gonna, some uh, good likely place places to... would probably be Night Market or Silk Shore. I wouldn't mind doing something a little different than what we're currently at. So uh, let's I... do a Night Market. Sure. Night market. Night market's uh, far enough away from the nicer parts of town that you know none of those people are gonna deign to come down to night market to do any shopping. Yeah, much so less, uh, you know shopping for jewelry, especially fake costume or just <laughs> gaudy items, the kind of stuff that I love. Yeah. So yeah, the uh, streets in night market tend to be crowded. There's always exotic spices uh, floating on the breeze and like the din of people talking. There's always a new accent that you haven't heard before, haven't heard in a long time. Like you're from the uh, Dagger Isles, right? So, so yeah, like there's some, uh, there's some people here who have like familiar voices to you, um, and it kind of reminds you of the markets at home at times with the press of people and the colorful awnings over these booths. And uh, off in the distance, you can hear the sound of, you know, the rail station. Or normally you can. It's quiet right now since the rail is down at the moment. Why is the rail down at the moment? Because y'all blew up the rail line. That was the far away. Yeah. I It'd mean, still be running locally. Line. Well, I mean, the thing with this world is that there's not like local towns. There's big towns protected by these fences uh, scattered across where people ran to after the cataclysm. You know, the rail lines are the lifeblood of commerce between them. Like, if you look at the map, you can see that like the closest town well there's white hollow and Wintercliff, and halfway between white duskwall and uh, white hollow was you know uh, about a week's boat ride so it's a it's a long long way so right now that's that's down it's being repaired but 
so yeah, uh, you find, uh, you know, uh, you find that uh, pawn shop pretty easily enough. Uh, you're able to do what you need to do. Hear me? Can't just say that. You put it like that. That's <laughs> like I just like you know. Uh, what sort of what back. sort of jewelry do you wind up buying this time then? Uh, let's say some earrings. So now that you've gotten your rocks on, you're able to. Uh... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah. You're they making look, way... They look really out of yeah. place. They like they, you know, if. They're like big old rubies, except they're obviously not real rubies. They're just kind of hanging off my earlobes. Yeah. And every time I swing my head around, it just kind of smacks me, you know, in the, <laughs> uh, the jar or whatever. It's really, really stupid. Anyone that could do it, you think about, you know, taking them or, you know, mugging me in a back alley. Like, no, that's just not worth it. It's... Uh, what about Maris? Do you like, is there something about Maris himself you like or just like? his variety of goods or the discount that he offers you i mean maris is a is a, is a friendly a friendly person uh you know he he's definitely the kind of boisterous personality that would try to get one over on someone who has money and you know if, if anyone were today to come down here he would certainly put on the mood and smooth things over to try to uh you know take as much money as he could uh, the the you know completely poor people that you know, many of which live in night market he's just like shows complete disdain for but goalie is at least in his mind um naive enough to buy this shit that uh, he, he really he really likes me he's really kind of a nice guy uh you know he had to tell me stories about some of his comings and goings uh since i'm in here quite a lot uh, and you know, of course, we change stories from our our backgrounds. You know, I've been kind of an ex pirate. Uh, I will say that at one point, Maris, before selling down in Duskfall, was a uh, like on a merchant ship. So he's traveled the world as well. So we kind of have this, both have this camaraderie going of well, worldly people and this city and hell, this district full of people that have never left uh, Duskfall at all. We kind of get along that way. I kind of imagine him as being like a uh, maybe your cliche sort of trader personality. He's kind of got this glint in his eyes whenever the prospect of money and making money comes up. He's always just kind of chattering and shooting the shit with everyone. You notice after talking with him, he still offers you, you know, the discount, but you do notice that like his prices have gone up a bit. Ah, Maris, you're killing me, man. Ah, well, you know, supply and demand, all that. Seems like it's still going to be some time before they get that uh, rail line fixed. And, uh, yeah, I only got so much stock. I still got to pay the bills and got to eat. Just how how the economy works. Ain't that the truth. So a lot of your, a lot of your stuff comes from further inland? Well, I mean, some of it does, you know. But, you know, there's also a lot of local crafts that... Uh, a lot of local goods to get made locally, and but their supplies come from somewhere. They don't just come out of nowhere. They still got to get their stuff, and they're charging me more because they can't get what they need, so I got to just pass that along, you know, business and all. It's business. It is what it is, especially since we don't have quite so many uh, people riding the rails right now. Don't get all of that, you know, outsider money coming in. Well, you know, Maris, I don't see a whole lot of outsiders, tourists, really making their way into your shop that often. Well, you know, we do every now and again. But don't don't you worry, you'll still get your discount for being such a loyal customer. And then you, like, I imagine that 
you have like a punch card. <laughs> <laughs> he uh he like punch throat. Uh, he uh he gives you know another uh, another hole in your punch card. Buy ten get one half off or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> buy ten get one twenty five percent. <laughs> something, something terrible discount and the card is obviously written like he didn't have these printed or anything he made it just for me <laughs> like, <laughs> very obviously something like that. yeah i kind of imagine now i think about it, his personality is like the dude from um gravity falls the the, the man that runs the show oh yeah uh, grunkle stan grunkle yeah, stan. A, a, yeah. a swindler kind of guy is what i'm yeah. thinking as you're leaving he says oh and uh just uh keep a you know, be careful out there on those streets. Uh, here, once they, uh, I, I know that you know not everything that you do is strictly legal, and he does like air quotes. But uh, word is that um, rude. things are gonna get a little bit, a little bit more dangerous for people in that line of work here in a bit. Once they get that rail up, I expect we're gonna be seeing more of the military types coming through town. Think so? Military types. Uh, well, I mean, the word is is that they're moving the, uh, they're opening up the old Leviathan refineries, so, and, uh, that there's gonna be some, uh, that this is now the, uh, port of call for our soldiers going to the Scotlander front. Well, that makes sense, but, uh, you know, if, if our boys in blue are a little busy handling all that, it might be a little easier to, uh, Conduct business right under their nose. Uh, I mean, maybe, but, you know, just wanted you to give that heads up. Careful. Well, thanks, friend, of course. And uh, you know me, I'll be back in about 12 hours. <laughs> Though, one last thing that you get is... Uh, actually, no, I think that's pretty good. Um, so that was your first downtime activity. What uh, what else do you got? Well, let's see. So I've got one level one harm beaten from getting in that fist fight. It would be cool to get rid of that, but I feel like the last two downtimes I've done a lot of healing. So I don't know if I want to burn it. But you know what? Let's go. Yeah, let's go ahead and defend my other action training. So training is just one pip in progress, right? Two, because we have the two training we've got facility. Three. Okay, well that fills that up. Let's see. So what did I do last time? I did a lot of finessing recently. There was a lot of wrecking. Wreck comes up a lot, and that's my lowest one, so I'm just going to even out everything. Everything under prowess is now two pips. Uh, Virgil, we did both of yours, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, let's go to Iskra next. Uh, I do need to indulge my vice. Five. Uh, all right, so that means that you... Uh, Cleared my stress completely. Yeah, clear all of that stress. Good job. Nice. Um, I'm not harmed, I guess. Um, uh, I will say that you have a uh, invitation to uh, visit with Sadie. Like she sends you a letter uh, saying that uh, she had an opportunity come up to go observe the uh, train repairs that's going on. All right. For the rail line, so it could be some uh, a good opportunity to spend some more time with her. I mean, All you've right. already got you know her as a. Uh, contact, but we could probably figure some other reward you could get out of that. I mean, maybe we could observe in that we like go and offer our assistance as spark crafters to the engineers who are working on it, and maybe get some pips in something. So, um, so like she, uh, she. I mean, it's not my usual. I'm more in 
involved in the gushy part of tinkering with things, but I know my my way around a Sparkcraft engine. Yeah, so she uh, invites you to the uh, Sparkrite Tower in Charter Hall. Uh, so Sparkrite Tower is in uh, the university quarter for Charter Hall University. It's kind of a, like, tall tower with, like, marble-ish uh, stone is the sort of thing I'm thinking of. Uh, there's, like, pillars and stuff. It's very fancy looking. Like a European university tower? Yeah, yeah like that. I'm thinking probably, like, we'll say 12 stories tall. Like, I think the thing I'm thinking of is, like, it looks like the Leaning Tower of Pisa, that sort of style, only if it wasn't leaning. There's, like, a bunch of different floors here, and uh, each floor is, like, dedicated to a particular subsection of the Sparkrite craft. What was that university called that you found? Campanile di Giotto. Yeah, that one. In Florence, Italy. Uh, so yeah, you find her in her office. It's very disorganized in here. I'm imagining that she's got like like a tower of books in one corner. There's you know a couple of desks, and each desk has an open you know it's just covered in open books and papers and manuscripts. There's gears and half finished projects everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's a little disorganized. It, it's that sort of disorganization but Sadie could tell you exactly where anything is if you know like she like you come in and she's working on something she says hey yeah get me that sprocket wrench it's underneath Kampu's treatise on the ethereal mind she's uh working on some sort of small insect like uh flying uh flying machine yeah kind (laughs) of like a drone but you know she gets that going and it buzzes around the room a little bit and she says, yeah, um, there's a bunch of railjacks that are going to be going down the train to help out with the repairs mm-hmm. where that uh, line got busted. So, you know, like, that's part of my thesis. I was pretty interested in going. I thought you might be interested, too. Sure. You know, you don't seem to have exactly a, you seem to have a bright mind, but maybe not a lot of hands-on on this sort of thing. I mean, it's not my usual, but I have dabbled from time to time. Yeah. Modified my own boat. So just curious, do you tell your friends that you're going to be gone for a couple of days? I do not. Okay. So. She is not missed. I actually get the feeling that sometimes Iskra disappears and this is not an uncommon thing to happen. Yeah. Will you make a... I mean, her team kind of wants her to stay gone anyways, so... Also in the game. I don't think that's true. That's not true. Come on. <laughs> so I'm not going to make you a roll. You're pretty observant, right? What's your... I don't know. Maybe. I think Is that obser- you notice as uh, like you're waiting in uh, her office for her to finish getting some stuff together. Uh, you notice like the corner of an old... like. Uh, schematic, like, poking out from underneath, uh, like, between two bookshelves. Something about it, like, you know, like, like, you have, like, a little bit of a recognition of just, like, a little corner of the schematic. You're like, that looks familiar to me. Uh, and, uh, you pull it out and look at it, and it is Flint's hull. Huh. It looks like, uh, your new friend here designed, uh, Flint's hull. That's really cool. Uh, but yeah, y'all uh, gather your stuff up, and uh, you board the train, and uh, head off down to the southwest. 
you're originally from... Severos. Severos, right? Mm-hmm. So is this your first time riding a train, or did you, like, take a boat all the way to Duskwall? Or did you, like... So I did study at the university briefly Mm -hmm. um, before I realized that they were too narrow-minded regarding people's innards. I'd say I've been on a train before, enough to look like I know what I'm doing, but I'm not super... Like, I haven't done it very many times. Yeah. Like, this isn't, like, a big passenger train or anything. Like, it's pretty, um, it's pretty utilitarian. Mm. It's not, like, a posh sort of thing. It's kind of like, uh, just a commuter train sort of thing. So, like, the seats are kind of cramped. There's only, like, maybe one or two cars. There's some rail jacks on here. You and Sadie and another car that's full of supplies to help mend the rails. And that's going to take some time, so why don't we go to Milos? What are you doing in your downtime? Good question. I guess since no one but me cares about this this group, (laughs) kind of sad. I guess I'll do all the housekeeping work. (laughs) You guys all have your own fucking coins to spend. What are you implying? That the rest of my party is a bunch of lazy, shiftless layabouts that do nothing. Hello, it's John. I hope you've been enjoying the show. Thank you so much for listening to Moxie, which is from members of K-Cell. That's a little bit weird. So we've had two seasons. So the first um, was members of K-Cell with Delta Green. And then in this uh, series, we've been playing Blades in the Dark. Uh, So again, thank you, Blades in the Dark, for the awesome game. Um, So we've got some exciting news. We now have a Patreon set up, so you'll find us at patreon.com slash members of KCell, the letter K. And you can also find a link to that on our SoundCloud page. Um, as always, if uh, you'd like to see some of the things that Tabitha creates, uh, you can find her on Etsy at Quiet Nova Studios. Jeremy has some of his other writing not related to uh, members of KCell, available on Amazon. He's got some short stories and novels. And uh, again, thank you so much for listening. If you want to give us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts, on SoundCloud, subscribe to us on both places, uh, and join our Patreon. Again, that's members of KSEL on Patreon. We'd love that. That'd be awesome. Okay, so thanks again so much, and back to the show. What could uh, be useful for the party? Because I was not aware that there were things that we needed done oh, doing. We could, re- we could reduce heat. We could work on our clock. Don't oh, y'all still need to split up all of that coin, too, don't you? That's what's... Yeah, well, I'm about to spend a bunch of it, so I'm spending that first. And then, uh... <laughs> Just because we're not doing what you would choose to do doesn't make us... We only concerned. have two heat. Why don't... <laughs> yeah, we could have no heat. It'd be really nice. So everybody take two coins. I'll, I'll probably spend that last vault coin on something, on an extra thing. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be selfish once. I'm going to train prowess, because that'll bump me up. Right, that's selfish somehow to improve yourself. It, it, it is. <laughs> okay. Probably. You should never, ever improve yourself. Ever. Finesse. I mean, working to a collective good is always better. Uh, I will really try to reduce heat by... Probably by prowling, a la... I think I did this last time, but I'll, you know, I'll prowl around and find somebody doing something illegal, and you know, uh, you know, lead the blue coats to them, and then you know, with an anonymous tip, therefore reducing crime and getting some of the heat off. Don't make it anonymous. Collect that bounty. A one, a two, and a two, three. three. I think that just reduces by one. Yeah, I think you're right. And then I will also work on our clock. 
Uh, I'll hunt, try to find a good target to sell these supplies to. Sell the military supplies, correct? Yeah, so uh, three, three, and a five. So that's two ticks, I think? Two ticks, that's right, on your long-term project. Okay. Which it's got... Eight. Eight. Uh, so I think the way that I was splitting this up is that like every time you can fill one of those ticks, that's going to gain two coin for the group. So you get four coin, like you, because you're Uh, like slowly selling off those supplies. Yeah. All right. So everybody take one more coin from that, and then also I'm gonna roll for our Briscoes six. Nice. Nice. Double sixes. I mean, that looks like a critical success, right? Sure does. Doesn't give us anything extra. Doesn't mean not unless you wanted to. I think Um, it should. So. Let me take a look at that thing, because that's just part of your uh, your game. Part of our, yeah. All right. So, this was uh, side business, is that right? Uh, I think it was called something else, but yeah, same idea. Anytime during downtime, roll dice equal to your tier, you earn coin equal to the highest result minus your heat. So, that's going to get you five coin, for sure. Uh, I feel like you should get something special. For a critical success, though. Uh, So I think what happens is you go to uh, drop off the goods, as it were, and there is, like, a party going on at Briscoe's. Like, it's closed for outside business, but you've got a bunch of the Scotlanders in here. There is your friend uh, Wayne Havenhorst. That was his name. Uh, So, yeah, uh, Wayne, your former comrade, is there. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of drinking going on, there's a feast going on, and, uh, you know, Wayne calls you over and he says, Ah, Milos, come join in. We're having ourselves a, a good, good, good time here. Yeah, sure. What, uh, what's the occasion? Uh, well, someone showed the, uh, that emperor who's boss and blew up part of his, uh, rail lines. And then, uh, not only that... Uh, Ulf could explain it better, but I think we've cut off uh, the Emperor from, from Skovland itself. Yeah, that seems like something I'd like to talk to Ulf about. Yeah, Skovland is free, he yells, and everyone uh, starts uh, chanting free, free. And there's a big cheer, and, you know, uh, Ale is splashing around. Yeah, is Ulf here? Yeah, Ulf is here. Yeah, I'll uh, talk to him. See if he's had a chance to kick the tires on his new boat. <laughs> Uh, he gives you a big smile and claps you on the back and says, Ah, my friend. Yes, joined the... Heard the good news and came to join the celebration, eh? So, well, I, uh, I wasn't invited, so that, uh, but I'm sure that was just uh, just an oversight on uh, someone else's part. But now that I'm here, uh, tell me more. Well, it seems that uh, our compatriots have uh, used the uh, newfound tools to to break the Emperor's hold in Scotland, We've cut him off, as it were. I don't... I can't say that, uh... I understand the particulars, but the news is that they destroyed the rail line, the only rail line going into Scotland, not just, uh... not just temporarily, but permanently. And that's going to make it much harder for him to be shipping his troops to our home. There's still some fighting going on, but... For now, at least, it looks like Skavland is free once again. I hope, I hope the victory isn't as short-lived as last time, but that's good news. Well, don't worry. We uh, we have a plan to make sure that this piece lasts. And he gives you a big smile. One that you've been instrumental in, my friend. 
to that. And I, I hope we can continue to uh, work together. Oh, trust me, there will be uh, much to look forward to in the future. Oh, that sounds vaguely threatening. Yeah, that, that's great. I'm going to give y'all a increase in tier with the Wolf Ironborn as well. Yes. Everybody take one coin again, and we have one left over. I was going to use it to just keep selling military supplies, unless somebody really wants it. To, or someone should take it to heal if they need it to heal. But if no one wants it, I'll use it to keep selling more supplies, making us more money. I'm fine with that. Yeah, go ahead and roll that dice then. All right. Uh, this time I will uh, I will use command, and I will uh, make some moves you know, in, the mili- in the military areas, and you know, make some you know, make sure this gets loaded onto a truck and... You know, uh, somebody who is lazy or, you know, could take a bribe, something along those lines. A one. So, no, a one and a one. Six and a six last time, a one and a one this time, so. Is that that still one pip, or is there there a a nothing uh, option? What do you mean? I don't remember. In his clock, like, this was to advance the clock, does that get us anything? Um, Yeah, that gets, that still gets you one one on your clock, which would be two coin. Two coin. I'm just going to overflow the vault for now and we'll yeah that's fine uh and i believe that there's one more floating yeah, downtime activity I've got, right i've got a third that i could give to somebody uh virgil do you need to heal more i'm trying to think i've got a trauma so if i don't reduce stress i take a stress is that right yes. that's correct but i'm only at three stress So there's a 50-50 chance I would overindulge. So I think it's probably not worth it to reduce stress, right? But do you also want to go into the next heist before stress? I mean, is that better than overindulging? I mean, mean, we haven't uh, done an overindulging. That's not true. the first time I reduced stress. Oh, that's when right. I, overindulged. <laughs> I, forgot I feel like it was pretty was. shitty, but yeah, I don't it was remember. not great. I do think Jeremy also picked the worst of the possible outcomes, which is you know. I mean, I'm to sure. be fair, we were still learning the system then. Yeah, I mean, the only downside about having more stress is that I will be more reluctant to use magic and murder your compatriots. What are you talking about? I I'm very not much into killing people that are our friends. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah, more he- uh, I'd spend a coin on healing if you would roll that for me, Esker. It's a freebie from Esker, so you don't need to send a coin. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I've still got my uh, whatever it's called. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I do have a less effect, so it'd be nice to be. All right, that's a five, a five that- and a two, so take the five, and that's, I want to say, two pips. Is that correct, Jeremy? Uh, a five is two pips. That's correct. Okay. I would just need one more pip to be full, fully healed. So that's fine. And then can I do something to help the crew since Kevin was nagging us about that? Um, uh, you would have to spend a coin to do it at this point. That's fine with me because I'm at full coin and some. Um, so yeah, we've got a heat so I could do something to reduce the heat, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, tell me how you're trying to reduce heat uh, and then roll that skill roll. Um, well, what's what do we get heat from? Was this just from the um, I think just the generally people... existing. Yeah, but like I'm trying to think of like narratively the I think that the this people was are finally specific... onto us. Is that right? I th- yeah, it it was whispered rumors. It was for blowing up the places. We couldn't do that completely quietly. Yeah. Right. I mean, probably like spreading spreading rumors, uh, you know, maybe planting some more evidence that it was those dudes and not us. So I'm imagining like I'm sneaking into, I don't know, like an invoice from one of the boxes. Yeah. Some place that's going to be picked up by a blue coat. 
Okay. Like on the on the turf for who the, who the hell are the guys we keep playing? Foghounds. Foghounds. Fog yeah. So I'm gonna say that's a prowl. Does that sound right to you? Uh, All right. So just roll it. Yeah. You put it in the trash, and the IRS agents find it. So a three, a two, and a one. So you reduce it by one heat. Okay. That clears our heat. Yep. I'd like to uh, work on those military supplies too so how are we working on selling those so that is any way you want it that's the way you do can it. i sell it to some ghosts i want to sell <laughs> some ghosts yeah it's, military supplies uh yeah it's the same thing as like reducing the heat was you tell me how you're gonna go about doing it you'll roll that skill roll and I'm then sell some ghosts it does take a These coin guns. to do so i got it all right, so that's an attune roll. Is that right? Uh, so I don't. It's a risky think, position. I I don't think you can sell it to ghosts, but you are able to find some supernatural entities that are interested. Uh, I would love to sell some guns to some gods. Uh, well, it's not it's not gods. It is your uh, two vamp new vampires that you created a year ago. Oh right. <laughs> Cole the, uh, Girl and her buddy. Yep, Cole Girl and the Juggler. Ugh. <laughs> they want a gun? They want some guns? Yeah, they'll buy some guns from you. This I would is love a good to... idea. Yes, yes, I love this. So what? what's that going to... Is that going to be a... I find them in the... Because I've been checking in on them, obviously, because I'm a good father. <laughs> So, so I check in with them periodically and what we have a conversation, they're like, oh, you know, be, it's, it's kind of hard to like suck the souls out of people when they're running away. And I'm like, you know what? If I gave you a gun, you could like blow people's legs off so they can't run away from you as easily. (laughs) All right. So go ahead and make that a tune roll then. Double sixes. Nice. A five, a six, and a six. So They're really happy with these guns. Four ticks on the clock. Or is it four? Is it five? Now they can kill so many more people. I, it's definitely not five, I don't think. Long-term project. A critical is five segments. Damn, well, that's, that's the rest of it. So that's uh, there you go. two, four, six, ten eight, coin. Ten, ten, ten coin. Ten coin. They've been keeping the money from all of the people they've killed. Yeah. So that's, if we split that, that's two coin for each of us, and there you go. two for Fall, which as soon as you level up, we'll have to buy. So what's uh, what are these guys' names, John? What are they called? Boy, themselves? howdy. The girl Jug- definitely had a name. I do not remember if the juggler had a name. Oh, you're right. The girl did have a name. I feel like it was, like, pretty milk toast. It was, like, Sandy. No. Or, like, Jen... It's kind of a Brittany. I don't know. I don't. I. I mean, our loyal listeners, if you remember the name of the Cole girl from whatever episode she showed up in, please email us at <laughs> membersofksl at gmail Yeah, I just searched for ghost in my notes, and it's not popping up. Give her a name now. It won't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, uh, fuck the can. Yeah. Yeah. Give us a name, John. There's a name generator. Just roll a few on there. Tell me which one you like the most. Cause she could have renamed or herself, or just pick some celebrity and then change like one letter. Rena Godling. Rena Godling. All right. And what's the juggler's name? Uh, let's see. Um. Uh, Ted. Um. Wait, we've already my... had a Ted in the game. Ah, uh, well, I can't be. Can't have two of them. Nope. Um. 
Harford Sunnison. So yeah, you sell it to your two uh, uh, your two new vampire friends who have been living it up in six towers, and um, they uh, uh, they buy your goods from you and uh, be on their way. Uh, does anyone else have any more downtime activities they want to do before I finish up with Tabitha? Yeah, see, I've got some coins floating around that don't really have much fees for, so I'm going to go give one to Iskara to heal me. Okay. I need to pay you one whole coin to pour hydrogen peroxide on my wounds. It's glowing hydrogen peroxide with things Bleak. swimming in it. Does that make you feel better? Even even better. The extra strength. <laughs> Five and a two. Oh, five is two points of progress on a healing yep. clock. Two ticks, right. that's right. I was already feeling pretty good beforehand. So I've got one I could just throw in my stash, but I think training would be resolve is my low point. So let's go ahead and put a point of training in resolve. All right. Uh, well, that's it for me. Did you have anything left that you wanted to do, Milos? No, I'm good. Uh, I think I'll, I'd will i spend a coin to do prowess training again. All right. That ticks me up over can i get a fourth tick or do we have to do we cannot we cannot get fourth ticks yet we need advanced training facilities so i'm gonna give myself a third tick in skirmish there you go uh iskra the trains move pretty quickly so it's not nearly as long of a ride on the train as it was in the boat Mm -hmm. um it's still probably like a day or so of travel along the coastline, but you're able to spend some good time getting to know uh, Sadie some more, become even faster friends with her. The general vibe that you're getting from everyone else on the train is kind of like business-like and focused. Like there are some people that are, you know, like reading, you know, books or whatnot, but um, uh, some people are trying to, you know, get some extra sleep on the train, but it's, uh, everyone's kind of keeping to themselves, it seems like. Most of the people on here are railjacks. So they've got, like, um, like this tight-fitting, like, leather clothing that they use. And they wear, uh, goggles and masks. Um, so you kind of fit in a little bit with them. Like, okay. they're not, like, animal masks or anything. It's just, like, uh, rebreather masks and stuff. Yeah. Um, the... Train itself is protected from the ravages of the Deathlands. You don't have to worry about ghosts or anything when you're traveling through here. Okay. Um, but after, you know, about a day or so of travel, uh, you can uh, feel the train starting to slow down. You get to that, that little way station that y'all were at. Uh, I guess it was like a week and a half or so that you were last down here, right? I guess. I guess so. Like, you and Sadie, y'all go out there, y'all are involved in some of the processes. There's some tinkering, some spark craft going on, so Mm -hmm. I think we'll do this as, like, a training for you, so you can give yourself another uh, two ticks in insight for using the special opportunity. Okay. One thing that you notice is that the Railjacks don't really seem to be doing a lot to actually like repair the line like there's a lot of busy work around it but it almost seems like the line is repairing itself that's weird so what what does that look like to you when you go and approach that like how, how do you imagine what do you imagine when i say that it seems to be repairing itself um so when you say that it it 
I go closer to it and I'm expecting to see a lot of hands-on, like they're pulling up twisted metal and replacing it with, you know, straight, flat metal, which is boring and stupid looking. <laughs> um, but instead of what seems to be happening, happening is that they're just sort of guiding the metal and sort of smoothing it into place. Yeah. And yeah, it, there's like little moving. tendrils of metal like slowly reaching out. Like y'all get there pretty late into the repair process. Yeah. So like you're looking at it and yeah, you're there when you see like the two ends of the rails like uh join back up uh to meet at the break. Does Sadie think this is weird? Her eyes are wide with excitement. She says, "I've always heard about the properties of the rail line, but I was always hoping to get to see it for myself. But you know, there's not a lot of uh, a lot of opportunity to. You know, there's the rail line only is expanding on the frontiers now, and accidents like this hardly ever happen. So it was a great a great chance to see the rail jacks at work." Like, this whole time, like, there had been, like, some senior railjacks nearby. It seemed like they were, like, praying to the line or manipulating it somehow. Like, you've seen, like, Virgil do, like, similar things with the ghost field. Mm -hmm. But you're not that familiar with the sort of stuff that he does. Right. Like, as far as, like, how it works. You know it does work because you've seen him call lightning down from the sky. But it's uh, like with computers. I don't really know how they work, but I know that they do. And uh, on the ride back, you get a lot of talk with Sadie about like how the rail lines work and like how the trains don't actually have like conductors in them. Like (laughs) the trains kind of run themselves and they go up and down the line. Like, we know what the schedules are, but apparently they're being controlled from the capital itself, but that's what people are saying. You know, like, it, it all seems to be, like, some some sort of network that the Immortal Emperor is using to help exert his control over the domain. Hmm. I'm, I'm not going to, like, be obviously surprised, like, oh, I didn't know any of this, but I am going to let her talk and just kind of absorb, like, I didn't know any of this shit. And it's weird that we have autonomous trains that just kind of heal themselves whenever we disrupt the lines. That's weird and interesting. And now I want to take samples. <laughs> it's not like they're healing without inputs. Like, people need to be there to actually do that for them. But yeah, that was why I want you to come along, because, like, it almost seems like the train is a blend between, like, act- being an actual spark right thing and being, like, the sort of thing that you do. Because I imagine by this point you probably showed her Swamp Heart. Oh, yeah. Or at least told her about I, it. I think I've probably told her. I don't know that we've had an opportunity to give her the tour. Yeah. Um, I might want to air it out a little bit before I do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't air it out too much or it'll get dry. Well, no, but I could flush her systems with clean water and give her a nice thorough swabbing. Uh, anyways, but I've, I'm sure I've described it to her and told her about the interworkings between the gastric engine and the spark craft features of the boat itself and how all of that works. And so seeing, I, I like, I'm guessing there were not muscular tentacles around these metal parts, like moving them into place. It was just, it seemed to be the metal itself that was somewhat exhibiting these features. 
So if there's some kind of living metal, I want to get my hands on some. Yeah. Okay, uh, so after this uh, extended period of downtime, uh, the group meets back up. It's probably been like a week, a week and a half since the uh, auction. And uh, I think it's about time for y'all to have another job. So what uh, what is it that y'all want to do? I would like to not at the fog count be so mad at us. Yeah, I feel like we should do something. Do something and bring them along and use them as, you know, like, you know, do a heist that requires moving something and have them be the movers or the, you know, involve them in some manner. Right. Mm-hmm. Ideally, we want to do either a smuggling or, or acquire a new client or a new contraband source. What about getting the hive back for beating up Virgil? High on Virgil's priority list. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Virgil problem, but what do you suggest? Uh, send my vampire boys to go get them? I don't know. I mean, you could. Just give them a bunch of guns. Are y'all gonna make the, uh, the vampires, uh... New cohort? Call them the bite throats. <laughs> hey, that's not bad. Uh, the hives? Punch veins. Punch veins. <laughs> I feel like the hive was our patron at one point, and now they've just... They were Moxie's. Yeah, they were yeah. Moxie's patron. But they we haven't like done deuces, anything for us. Idiots. They did a lot for y'all when y'all were part of Moxie. Yeah, but lately, we're not part of Moxie anymore, except tangentially. What they've done lately for me is not believe me, try and extort information out of me and beat me up. So yeah. the, the enemies of them are the Circle of Flame, the Unseen, the Crows, and the Wraiths. Well, you don't have to worry about the crows anymore. Yeah, we killed the shit out of them. Well, that the crows were their their ally. Sorry, I don't didn't mean to distract. If I assume that's not something we're actually going to do, but I mean, um, it's something to keep in mind. I mean, look, the hive is so we could get even with them, or we could try to utilize them because they are a they secretly trading contraband and getting new contraband sources is something that's good for us. So yeah. we could certainly. Why don't we do a long game, Virgil? We'll buddy up to them, become allies, become friends, get them all emotionally attached, attend their children's birthday parties, and then one day in 15 years, poison the shit out of all of them. So we could do a social uh, to try to get them as another contraband source. And, and maybe if we wanted to use the fog hounds for that, somehow could invite the foghounds along on a mission or a heist or something to smooth their feathers and, and cool the waters between us. Since we've been pinning a, a bunch of our crimes on them, we want them to calm down so we can keep doing that uh, and bring them along with us on some kind of mission to get the hive to become our smuggling source or whatever. I guess I kind of get that. How's Virtual feel about it, though? I don't love it. Well, they beat you up because you were. That's for like the, your old stuff with Boxy. That doesn't. It doesn't bother. It doesn't affect you know me or Gully. I point one of the scars and be like, so like I should just forget that this ever happened. I don't know how you. I can it. remove it. Yeah, Never yeah, by taking go. my arm and replacing it with an eel. I don't think I want that. I wouldn't have to take the whole arm. Just some skin. <laughs> Give me eel skin. It smells weird. It does smell weird. That's fair. But it doesn't have to be eel skin. It can be any skin. It can even be your skin. I've got a vat in the back I've been growing for months. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that sounds great now. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, if you guys want to think that makes sense. Well, all right. I mean, so one of their goals, which we would know because we're all intelligent people, is to dominate the contraband market 
and the country market is not going to benefit from a war between us and the Foghounds. So we, what we could do is we could maybe split the city up with the Foghounds and with the Hive as, as the like central negotiators. Do something like a, I don't know, like a a north a north south split or a east west split. That could make sense. So, you know, something and that way they have two groups to do struggling, and then they don't have people fighting. Sounds sounds like it makes sense. I do want the split that benefits us to be ours. Unless we want them to have our stuff on it, and we can then just gradually subtly and our stuff is mobile, them. so it doesn't really matter for us. Mm. Well, I mean, like, where's the noodles? That's the noodles is in the docks. Yeah, it's a. Different... I mean, but it's not. That was the joke. There aren't any noodles, right? Well, Briscoe's mm-hmm. is. Well, there are plenty of noodle shops in, in the city. Not, not the noodle shop. They're not Briscoe's though. I don't. Once you've had Briscoe's, you can't go back, man. <laughs> yeah, I haven't eaten noodles in years. Those those living noodles. There was just something about them. I still have entranced. Some. We could also split like intra and intercity <laughs> smuggling. That's true. So, like, so like, we could become the sole smugglers of, of you know everywhere except the docks, and then the docks those Falcons could keep. I like that. That's probably pretty profitable. It's just, but like, if all we have is the docks, that's not very fun from a gameplay perspective. No. But if they have control over like the in, into the city, smuggling, you know, that's not nothing. I, I mean, I like that idea. If we tell them that they can have the docks, we have everything else. If that's something we can swing, because like you said, it's it's right. They're the importers, and we're the on the ground people. You know, we. Yeah, we right. So we I mean, sorry, so I, I don't know if we want to get into it. It's already eight oh one, but I think yeah. that's what we set up for for the ne- for next time. Is you know a social encounter. Right. Our connection is probably the fog counts. So we're gonna go like and then we'll paintballing with them or something like that. <laughs> no, we just we just we just need to get them and the hive in a room together so we can Talk have a like chat. Adults. So maybe invite them to Tangletown. What yeah, because it's neutral ground, right? Tangletown is neutral ground. It's in the uh, Dusk River to the west of Crow's Foot. We absolutely chose that because it rhymes, didn't we? We've been there before. <laughs> I when I when I ran my game, I started there, and it was a big to do gotcha yeah we went there but it was only like two of us went there to meet some some other group for some reason i forget yeah i think escrow was there probably yeah y'all were trying to negotiate with the circle of blue flame and it didn't go great because escrow was there i mean that's (laughs) maybe we should leave escrow at home (laughs) i mean that's fine okay so we're gonna do a social thing in tangle town with the hive and the doc people whose name I keep forgetting. The Foghounds. So, Professor Plum in the conservatory with the lead pipe. (laughs) Alright, well, we'll get that figured out for next time. Why don't we do the end of session stuff? Who wants to go first? How about Kevin, since he always goes last? Oh, oh, that sounds so exciting. (laughs) We didn't do much, but I definitely did hunt a guy to to get our our, uh, rep down. And Scotland is free. We had a big drink, a lot of drinks for that, and uh, which I don't really believe, but I'll take it. I did not struggle with my vice or trauma, so just two. All right. And uh, Godstone's gonna level up, so we get we should really leave a few minutes to deal with the with leveling up Godstone. Okay. Uh, Virgil. No desperate actions. Stress challenge with knowledge or arcane power. I mean, there was the whole found the ghosts and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. The found the vampires. So I guess that's one. Uh, yeah. Express beliefs, 
drives heritage or background. Um, Virgil's always been very loyal, and that's one of the reasons he didn't want to give up too much information. So I would say that's one. He also didn't know anything. I mean, didn't know anything, but also he could have lied to his own benefit. Yeah, though. he he yeah. he took a lot of damage because he didn't want to. Like he lost all of that money and got beaten up because he didn't want to spy on his old friends. So I would yeah. give I would give you two ticks for that. Really? Okay. So I uh, didn't struggle with issues of vice or well, I mean, I took a I took a um took a pretty stress because beating. I did not indulge in my due to yeah. my um trauma. So does that count? Yeah, that counts. Okay. Well, that fills me. Playbook advancement. Does it fill you up? Buttercup. <laughs> I'm running out of special abilities. <laughs> you can take some from other... Po- 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 yeah, I might have to do books. that. You're still not immune to terror from supernatural entities. <laughs> no, I'm immune to ones that I find. And we basically treated that as all. I guess you um, should have taken some from seeing the vampires, but it's fine. I'm not gonna do that. And Sentara every I'll time. go ahead and take well, Iron Will. No, Satara, because Satara is part of his uh, background, I was never going to do that to him. I still think it would be funny. Well, I you mean, pro- take that. yeah, I mean, because you're right. We, I've basically been playing as if I had it, that I'm immune to all supernatural entity terror when it's really that I'm just not supernaturally terrified from ghosts that I summon. So yeah. I think it probably makes sense just retroactively. I'm going to say I must have picked that up sometime. All right, sure. um, let's go to, I think it's Iskra next. Uh, no desperate actions. I did address a challenge with technicals. Well, it wasn't really a challenge, but I addressed an event with technical skill. My my outing with Sadie, I read a... Yeah, I'll give you one for that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, believe strike drives heritage or background. Um, my background in Sparkcraft... And issues with vice or trauma, not this session, so. And gully. All right, uh, just a challenge of stealth through evasion? Uh, not really. Uh, not this time. Especially to relief strides here to your background. Yeah, I think there's a fair amount of bullshitting happening <laughs> with uh, Maris. And you struggle with issues from your vice or traumas. Nah, not really. One point for me. All right, and let's go through the Godstone and Provisions. We didn't do an operation. We didn't really contend with challenges. Arguably bolstered our rep, but just, you know, I mean, well, we guess, I guess we, we didn't give up our, you know, our, our folks and Iskra and Iskra made some friends, so take one for that. Yeah. And I'll take one for goals and drives. Uh, so what do we get? Tier times two stash? Yep, tier time, everyone gets tier times two stash, and y'all are tier two. I think we need to take the vault. Get four stash? For sure. That's and then cool. maybe grab one of the trainings. Yeah. Do y'all want to start working towards the mastery? Because I know some of y'all are close on that. Uh, yeah, we Virgil is very close. I mean, I don't want to, but that's because I'm not close. It's purely out of selfishness. Well, isn't uh, Milos, or I'm sorry, Goli? No, he's just got two in everything. That's right. I'm pretty close on finesse and wreck, and I wouldn't mind being all the way full in wreck, but it's also not something that we need for the group, so... I'm fine with waiting on that. If we could, we're get better it. off getting insight and resolve so that yeah. we can train up our crappier skills. Agreed. Taking one in vault because we definitely need it yes. to be legal. I mean, it'd be nice to upgrade our vehicle. I forget what the second upgrade does. It gives her eyes all over the place <laughs> like a. Make our vehicles camouflage. That's nice. We could get a cohort of rovers. I don't remember. Do we have to have rovers and then that just makes them elite, or do we take that and get the cohort? 
So if you get that, it will give you a group of elite rovers as a cohort. Yeah. Okay. There are probably other ways that you could get cohorts. They just wouldn't be elite. Yeah, you could just pay for cohorts. Yeah. Getting quality gear is always nice, but not super great. We'll be training unless we think we want one of the other like layer upgrades. I'm still going with training. Yeah, training makes sense. I mean, Virgil's probably not long for this world, so I'll be <laughs> picking up Sprig or somebody like that. Um, I would probably go, I would probably prefer Resolve over Insight. Anybody have a preference? I don't have very much in Resolve, so it wouldn't hurt me to train it. Yep, Resolve's good. Go. All right, Resolve works. All right. All right, we are good. We got training and resolve and a vault upgrade. So now y'all can hold more coins. Just next time we next time we rank up, but we're gonna go to stronghold, which is that doesn't cost anything. But we go to a when we wrap up again. So we're one and a half reps. That's away from needing to pay for another to another deer, which is gonna be I think like sixteen coins. So we know what we're gonna do next time. Does anyone have anything they need to add here at the end? Probably. Okay. Well, let's <laughs> do our clap then. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.